Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What is it that you share with people? Maybe somebody watching this right now is like, I feel like I have a voice, but why would someone want to listen to me? You have, I'm sure people have posed that to you before. Yeah, for sure. What, what did you, what's your response? What's really cool about that is there are other people who feel like they have a voice and they have a voice, but they're not sharing it. And the person that's asking that question, if they found somebody who at one point felt they didn't have a voice and they just started sharing it, that person asking a question would listen to that podcast. Mm. Every, there's an audience for everybody. So good. There's an audience for everybody. And outside of like building an audience, if you have a voice and you want to share it, that's the best time to start a podcast because nobody's listening. But for you getting over that fear, for you get to like feast on your own intellect and hear what you have to say. Yeah. Like we don't even know what we have to say unless we start talking. Right. And you never really know your own story till you write your own book. Yeah. Because you start pulling all these stories from experiences. And I felt like, that. oh, I remember this. You know what, this is how I felt. But it's so buried in our mind, you don't really know what you have to say until you start talking. That's why I advise everybody to start a podcast. Not Some will do it for money. Some will do it because they want to grow a following. But some people need to do it just to get that stuff off your chest. It'll be the therapy that you need. If you're a go-getter, faith-driven and family-focused and need to break through to your next level, this is the podcast for you. Your self-talk can reshape every area of your life. It's time to dream and think big. Welcome to the Self-Talk Experience with Darnell and Tracy Self. It's time to elevate, baby. Let's get into the show. But today we have a special guest and I'm so excited and this is the type of guest where you can't just say their name. You have to put a V in front of it. So we we don't just have David Shans. We have the (laughs) David Shans in the building today. What's up? up? Everything's good. I'm happy to be here. I am happy to be here. Thank you so much. The podcast king. Listen. He's not going to mm-hmm. say it, so I'm going to say it. The inspiration, <laughs> one of the inspirations of us actually doing this self-talk experience mm-hmm. podcast. Absolutely. Man. So he's mentored us in so many different ways and things we didn't even know we didn't know. Yeah. Right, until we took your course and we were like, oh, yes. And so we were already passionate about doing it. And mm-hmm. then we just got even more passionate after taking yeah. the, the five day course, man. Yeah. So thank you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I, I have to thank you all, too, because uh, you guys have been the you don't know it. But that time in my life, I actually joined um, Legal Shield at that point mm-hmm. when I was 17 years old. I had to lie on the application. We need a car. She let me. She's like, yeah, I'll just throw the joint on there. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, but um, yeah, so I remember, you know, like the. The, the, the 10 core commitments. Wow. Like I remember like faith, family, finance, and that's what helped drive wow. my whole life. Like I remember I had to keep them in, in order, faith, yeah. family, then finance. Cause sometimes you can think finance and you say, well, I'm gonna go get the money for my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just the wrong order. Cause yeah. a lot of time you're doing that, you're doing it for yourself, yeah. not necessarily for them. So I, I, I just remember, I just remember like speeches and stories that you told and they, they still resonate with me in my mind. So, wow. uh, yeah, I, again, I, re, I was just telling y'all, I remember being in the rafters of <laughs> thousands and thousands of people and seeing y'all walk across the stage and seeing you all train, and it's, it's just been amazing. Man, been so amazing. look, um, I've always watched um, 
celebrity musicians get interviewed. Mm-hmm. And when people say, man, I, li- I love your music, they always say, what's your favorite song? <laughs> <laughs> so is there any particular thing you remember me saying or us doing or saying that, you know, stuck with you? Absolutely. Um, and I think you were quoting somebody else, but uh, I can say this like almost verbatim. He said, um, uh, you were doing a training, then you like kind of closed it out with this. And he said, uh, freedom is not lost because you shackle chains to your ankles or wrists. Freedom is actually gained when you hold fast and strong to the chains that bind your faith. In other words, you could be enslaved in your situation and still find joy knowing that you're just in the process. I remember it. You said that? My man. That's word for word. <laughs> That's good, babe. Yeah. You should yeah, say that again. That again. <laughs> she was too busy like, mm, right. mm, he look, mm, he look good. Oh, well. <laughs> well, we appreciate you being oh, here yeah, and absolutely. even sharing that. It means a lot to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really, yeah, really does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you tried different, a lot of different network marketing companies or was that your, your only one? Um, yeah, I tried a lot since then. Um, that was your first one? That was my very first one. Oh, yeah, okay. that was my very first. Yeah, because 17 wasn't even supposed to be in there. Yeah, I wasn't even supposed to be there. <laughs> but that was my first time seeing a whole bunch of um, successful black people. Mm. I didn't think that was possible outside of, you know, sports and hip-hop and things of that nature. Because, I mean, you, like all these successful black men specifically walking across the stage with the big knots on the ties and that was the coolest thing yeah. ever and just hearing you know speaker after speaker and i'm like i want to be that yeah. I, I i really want to be that and outside of you know um the kind of like the money and the accolades and stuff like that the family portion that you two had was just super special i was like yo i've never i've never seen my parents interact like that I've never seen them share, like, just just have the, the like a genuine, pure love for each other. And then the stories where you're talking about how you uh, you were you were working at the mall. Both of y'all was working at the mall. Yeah, we were. And then the guy like, I, I, something happened where like y'all stomped the guy out in the yeah. store. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was my assistant manager. And he was there I, though. Then, <laughs> I, I did. I, I hate to do in the chin, but my assistant manager saw it going on, and for him. That wasn't enough. The dude was right. already down. Yeah. He started stomping right. me. So don't put that on me, Rob Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> and he had like, some, he had like some death threats and she wouldn't let you go back to work. I remember, what? I what? Do I? I remember dude, the story. Yeah. This okay. stuff changed my life. Just like I can I can remember, um, you know, whole Jim Rohn speeches. Yeah. But I didn't understand who that was until I started listening to you. And at the meeting, they had like the Jim Rohn CDs. And I just, yeah. this is the stuff that shaped me. Wow as an entrepreneur. Let me ask you this. What even attracted you to network marketing in the first place? At Little 17. You, can make, I, you mean I just got to, I could sell this and I can make this? Right. Oh, let's do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was it. Yeah. I didn't know nothing about, yeah. I didn't know nothing about personal development and all that kind of stuff. But, but once you got in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 10 pages a day. Yeah. I just remember, you know what I mean? I just remember kind of like the foundational principles and now Ironically, in our morning meetup, we read 10 pages a day. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so so the thing I do love about our industry, I mean, because there's pros and cons to every yeah. industry, yeah. but the thing I love about our industry, the network marketing space, is that it really is all about your personal growth. For sure. I mean, yeah. it is hard to sustain the no's you go through, the yeah. disappointments people deal with, the failures yeah. you deal with, really in life, but we kind of accelerated in our space mm-hmm. because we like two a day, go out and get two yeah, those yeah. a day. So we're like, we're pushing you towards what people would deem as a failure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you being in, involved with so many different network marketing companies, did, did pretty much all of them, I would think, all mm-hmm. of them had some type of personal development component? Yeah, but um, not as much as kind of team division. Okay. I've never seen anything like that, whereas everybody's connected and everybody's doing the same thing. You kind of like, uh, uh, a march into the same drum, yeah. like your morning meetup. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I, like you, I that that organization had so much culture. Mm. Even if you wanted to leave, it's really, really hard to leave. Yeah, yeah. it's really hard to leave because <laughs> you know everybody's gonna be disappointed. Right, right, right. You feel me? Which which saved me a lot of days. Yeah. Like I can't just go to the meeting and not have done some work because people will be disappointed in me. Yeah. Right. That like that culture was amazing, but the other ones was just about money and. Um, I realized a lot about myself that I kept quitting the different companies 
because I was a quitter. Mm. Not because one company was better than the other. Mm. It was just, I was a quitter. I'd start something, stop, start, stop, start, stop. And my, that process just never stopped for years. Hmm. Was that in and outside of network marketing? Was yeah, like absolutely. Dating scene, jobs, yeah. everything, huh? So I, I, I got fired from the Olive Garden for stealing cheesecake, which I'm not a bad, the everybody Olive was Garden doing has it. cheesecake? Everybody was doing it. Yeah, it's like. Everybody was doing nah, it. No, but I'm saying, it wasn't like it was just me. <laughs> so they had like this little case of, you know, desserts. And if your guest says, hey, I want some dessert, you go get it, you ring it in, bring it to the table. Right. Well, my mom, my aunt, and my grandma came in that day. <laughs> and if your family comes in, it's almost, you're you just go get one. You just go get one, yeah. yeah. And the manager saw it, and uh, he fired me. I don't even know why I told that, told that story. But I started working at the Cheesecake Factory. I, Let I, me say something. So wait, you got fired from Olive Garden <laughs> for stealing the cheesecake, irony. and then you got a job at Cheesecake yeah, Factory. Yeah, straight. Hey, look, did hey, you look. steal from there, too? No, I did. I'm not a thief. I'm not a stealer. I'm not a thief. <laughs> Yo, she just, <laughs> just judged me. No, I'm not judging you. I like Cheesecake, too. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I, didn't, I just stole from Cheesecake Factory. Hey, listen, no, listen, listen, listen to I, me. Hold on, I don't. I mean, I'm sure I stole something. I'm not gonna lie. I don't remember. The reason why I can't I stop can't. laughing here, between the two of you all, you don't know this. That she's over here, almost making you feel like it was okay at first. No, 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 don't say. Of course, no, no, no. Don't say. Because she's like your grandmother, your aunt, your mom. No, no. Of course, you're gonna give. Them. And the reason being is because she was fired because at Baskin and Robbins for taking too much too much ice cream. All right. <laughs> well. You were only supposed to take home a little pint mm. every time you work. I took home a quart. Yeah. Pint, <laughs> quart, come on. Come on. They got enough ice cream. There are plenty of people at my house that wanted ice cream. And I'm sure everybody was doing it, right? Everybody was doing it. <laughs> it's the culture. Y'all we should have worked together. We could have had an ice cream cheesecake. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's, get, let's get back to the cheesecake. Oh, yes, yes. So, so cheesecake back. Yeah, okay, you know, there was a point to this. So um, I got there and I got the job. And I was looking back, because at this point, I'm this entrepreneur. I'm just jumping around to companies and things of that nature. And I realized, looking back, that I was at the Olive Garden for 10 months. Mm -hmm. Before then, I was working at Circuit City. I was there for a few months before then, Circuit City. And uh, I was at uh, Applebee's. But I just looked back over my career, and I never kept the job longer than 10 months. Wow. Hmm. Now, this is me as an entrepreneur. I had executive director. I'm like the youngest, okay. and it was okay. it was just amazing. So, but I'm, I said when I first got the job that I'm only here until I get my business off the ground. But then I had a real moment. Like I've never kept a job longer than ten months, and then I started looking at my relationships. I never kept a girlfriend past ten months. Wow. I never done anything. I can't think of anything that I've done consistently past ten months. Businesses, things of that nature. And I told myself when I got the job. I'm gonna stay here for a year. Wow. That's my goal. My goal is to stay somewhere. Mm. Not to be a millionaire, not to make six figures, not to find my passion, not find it, but if I can just figure out how to sit somewhere for a second. Mm. And I believe that was kind of like the foundation of me becoming consistent in something. And I realized that anything you do over a long period of time, you'll win at eventually. Yeah. You know what's funny? Um, Wow. I was a part of a, a mastermind session the other morning with David. Being a part of the, the podcast mastermind, mm-hmm. we have you know some um, some weekly opportunities to grow ourselves yeah. in the podcast space. Mm-hmm. So David's talking about uh, I don't know if you call him a mentor or not, but you said that this was a, a turning point for you because you got advice from a bartender. Mm-hmm. Was yep. that a true story? Yeah, hundred percent. Yep. Yeah, a bartender like, at yeah, Cheesecake Factory? Yeah, Cheesecake Factory. So I'm off that day, then I come back, you know, just come and grab something to eat. Yeah. And my friend Mike is at the bar. And um, he started, I was like, man, I, I didn't know you was off today. He said, nah, he said, I work every day. I get money every day. And I'm like, well, you off tomorrow? He said, yeah. I said, and jokingly, I, th- I think I said something like, oh, you ain't making no way tomorrow. And he said, I make money every day. He said, the fact that they don't put me on the schedule doesn't mean I'm not going to make my money. He said, I've committed to make $100 a day, even on my off days. Wow. Now, he's, he sells weed at this point, right? Oh. So the, oh. that, was a, that was a side hustle. He said, I'm going to make $100 regardless, <laughs> B. And I said, that is a really cool philosophy. And at this point, I'm, I'm still working on my job, and I think I started my T-shirt brand, and I, and I took that from him, mm-hmm. and I actually made it a chapter in my book called $100 Off Days, wow. where my objective was to make $100 on each off day. I'm not even calculating the money that I'm making throughout the week. Mm-hmm. 
only the money on my off day. Mm. If I can be consistent with these two off days per week, I can start to grow. So my goal is make $100 on each off day. So I started doing it. I'm working five days a week on my job, making a couple of dollars on a job. But, uh, uh, you know, on my, on my days that I work, but <clears throat> um, two off days and I started to hit the $100 off days. Mm. So I called my manager and I'm like, hey, um, can you do me a favor? Can you only put me on a schedule for four days instead of five? Because I figured if I could make $100 on two off days, I could make $300 on three off days. Right. Sure. It just makes sense to me. Right. And I told my manager, just put me a double on one of the other days so I'll still fulfill my five shift commi commitment. So he did that. And then I started making $100 on those three off days. So I called him back like, hey, can I get four off days? I worked two doubles in the three days. Let me just consolidate. I built it based off, let me do what I say I'm going to do, which is make $100 on each off day. Mm. And that was the process of me leaving my job. Strong. Yep. And you got that advice from someone who's from a drug dealer. She <laughs> <laughs> learned it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a product. It was a philosophy. Absolutely. And it served you well. Absolutely. Yeah. Another story. I tell a lot of stories. So I'm downtown, and um, I had. I think I said it on the call too. I'm downtown, and we're we're on Peter Street, and this homeless guy comes up to me and my friends, and he said, hey, "Excuse me, gentlemen, don't mean to bother you, but do y'all have any?" change any any money you can help me with but the guy was really really articulate the way he spoke mm -hmm. like his, his posture and I said I'll give you the money cool but I gotta ask you a personal question he said sure no problem so I give him like five dollars ten dollars something like that and I said well how did you get here how did you get to the point of you asking us for money because you're clearly educated you don't mm -hmm. seem no offense you're not like strung out or you seem really really well spoken yeah. so he starts he said, cool, I'll tell you the story. He said, I had a really good job, beautiful family. And what happened was at this job, I'm making a bunch of money at my job. But my friends would go out and they party after, you know, my, my, my coworkers, they go out and invite me. But at this party, it was a whole bunch of white people and they was doing like Coke. And they'll offer me and I'm like, no, nah, I don't want that. I'm straight. But I just kept going out with them, hanging out with that crowd. And one day I tried it. And I was like, oh, it's not that bad. Went back the next day, everybody's normal. The next time we go out, of course, if they're doing it, I'm doing it now because I did it once. It wasn't that bad. And he said, I got hooked. I was able to, they were able to control it and I wasn't. So I started doing it when they weren't around. Mm -hmm. And something happened to where they got fired. And then my wife, his wife found out. I mean, he got, he got fired and then his wife found out. Mm -hmm. And his wife left him because he just couldn't kick this habit. Long story short, here I am. Wow. The principle I got was, and I think I learned this, I think I got this phrase from you actually, your environment will change you before you change it. I think I did get that from you. Yeah, that's crazy. I've been using it for 20 wow. something years wow. and I stole it from you. Wow. That's okay. Yeah, I've been saying it like it's mine though. <laughs> but anyway, I learned that your environment, no matter how much of a leader you are, if you don't gossip and you hang around gossipers, eventually, eventually, yeah. one time, you're like, oh no, I did see so-and-so. Mm -hmm. That story, life-changing. So I, now I interview homeless people. Wow. Anytime I get a chance, I need to talk to you. I need to know what's happening here. Yeah. That's how you became such a great interviewer, interviewing homeless people. That's the key. That's the key to success. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be a great podcast, it's step one. Find somebody homeless. Ask questions. But generally, like, the curiosity mm -hmm. to get, like, to understand behind what's happening yeah. in the story. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So y'all being married 28 years, I know we were about to start recording, but there's so many questions I have. Because I know they weren't just flowers and roses and I love you every day. No, honey, I love you more. I know that's not the case. <laughs> you, you know you're not interviewing you're us, You're not right? interviewing us. Let's talk right, about your questions. show. Okay, cool. Yeah, and, and the camera's already started, just so yeah. you know. Like, this, yeah. this is you on our podcast. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I'm gotcha. on your podcast another time. Don't bring her with you. Can I please come? No, Absolutely. Can you promise not to yes. have him without me? I can't promise it, but if you're here, if you're there, y'all together, just make sure you don't come to Atlanta without Dude, the producer already had to have her kind of sit away from us because she was like up on me, and if we're not, she'll be on my lap. That's the like, key to twenty eight years. It's the key, man. She can't. She can't stay away. You don't from like me. it. <laughs> <laughs> she can't, she can't, man. Like I'm like trying to drive, and she's trying okay. to get on the driver's seat. David, like, let's, yes, let's let's talk about you. Let's do it. Let's talk about your. Let's talk about family. Yes. Marriage. Yes. Okay. Are. You're married. I am. How does your wife play a part in your business and your podcasting work? What is what is her role? Uh, she's not necessarily in the business just yet because we haven't figured out how to work well together mm -hmm. in the business. Okay. 
Okay. And um, how do you know that? We tried it. <laughs> <laughs> we tried. We gave it a shot a couple times. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and it's not like her fault or my fault. We just haven't right. figured out how to do it. Right. So. In business, if someone's supposed to do something on my team, I expect them to do it. And what I can't accept is excuses. Mm. I hate excuses. Just mm. tell them you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me you didn't do it and, okay, I'll get on it. Okay, my bad, I forgot. What? My wife, though. <laughs> <laughs> She'll have mad reasons, right? And it might be valid reasons, but the fact that I don't like the reasons, mm-hmm. It'll cause some sort of friction. And then when we clock out, when work is done, it's still there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's still there. So we haven't figured that out yet. Well, I asked the question because I have nothing to do with his business. Mm. So I don't know if that's even an interest for her. I think it is. Okay. But I haven't figured out. I haven't grown to. to I, I, and the reason I know it's my fault is because it's hard for me to hire a VA. A virtual assistant is like cheaper. They'll be in like the Philippines or something like that. And I got to train them to do business the way I want business done. Mm -hmm. And I lose patience and I, and I just stop. Mm -hmm. And I know a whole bunch of friends who have a bunch of VAs and it's where it's clicking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I haven't figured out how to separate the business from the work. She hasn't either. Mm -hmm. So, Instead of like trying to force it, I'm thinking um, we just, I don't know. I haven't figured it out. No, I think it's smart one. though, man, um, because, you know, being married for so long. <laughs> the look, she said it's smart. It is, because <laughs> when, I'm, when, when I tell Tracy, hey, look, this is what I expected. Mm-hmm. And let's say she did something and it wasn't quite what I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, she calls me mean. Yeah. She's like, you're just mean. And, it is, and I'm like, no, I wasn't being mean. I was just trying to be very direct so there was no confusion. Are we talking right. about business or like our real life? But, but, Both. if you were, <laughs> if her, this is, what I, this is just what I understand, I haven't figured out yet, but if she feels you are being mean, you are being mean. You just didn't see how you were being mean. That is absolutely correct. But, but there's still the problem of right, you think right. I'm mean, I still want something done, right. and it just... I don't know, and, and I, I think we're we're good because she knows I haven't figured it out, and she knows she hasn't figured it out, and we still love each other. Yeah. And she's very supportive. She's very supportive. Of what you do, because you wouldn't be able to do it without her support. One hundred percent. So sometimes that's all you need. Yeah, and she got the you, baby, the kid. Yeah. yeah. Once you find your space, I had to find my space, mm-hmm. and when I found my space, what I like to do, yeah. it worked. Yeah. I like to be behind the scenes and yep. make him shine. Yeah. That's what I love to do. That's good. Even me being here is different, yeah. being in front of the camera, right? Yeah. Um, but that's, I found my space and once we got it, we ran with it. Good. So good. once you know you guys find what that groove is, yeah. it'll be amazing. I actually told Thornell that, um, I was like, yeah, I was watching one of the episodes and I said, she's gonna have a bigger fan club than you, bro. <laughs> Cause like your, your perspective is so like, Fresh, because if it was just me and him, we talk about a whole bunch of men stuff. Yeah. But there's gonna be some women who just love your perspective, or men that love your perspective, and that's how they're gonna grow based on hearing how you interact. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're gonna be a star. Dude, and you spoke it. It's already true. If you look at all the YouTube comments, I saw it. More yeah. her. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And my wife isn't my co-host because I can't handle that just yet. <laughs> so, no, it, I'm just us, it took us almost 28 years. <laughs> right. so oh, for sure, for sure. You have time, don't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We want to start a course so you can pay for speed. You mm. have to do 28 years. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'll buy that. I promise. <laughs> Write a book, please. Yeah, but your podcast is amazing. You want to oh talk about that? Absolutely. How, so, so take us, <sighs> I don't know how you abbreviate it, but mm. take us from Cheesecake so we, I mean, because you have, you're not going to say it. Well, I'm going to make you say it. I'm going to ask you some questions. You taught me how to ask questions. Okay. So I'm going to pull it out of yeah, it. let's do it. Because you. <laughs> let's do it. No, seriously, man, because what you've done in the podcast world has been unbelievable. Like, it's one thing to say, I'm going to do this. It's another thing to say, I'm going to be successful at it. It's another thing to say, I'm going to do it, I'm going to be successful at it, and I'm going to bring a whole bunch of other people with me. Yeah. It's another thing to say, I'm going to do it, I'm going to be sex- successful at it, I'm going to bring a whole bunch of other people with me, and I'm going to have proof that not only do I know how to do it, but I know how to teach it because the people that I'm teaching are successful at yes, it sir. as well. Yes, sir. So most of that doesn't line up. 
<laughs> often in most cases, yeah, right? Sure. I meet people. I'm like, man, you gave it a shot, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. Right? Or people gave it a shot, and they were successful, but they can't really teach it. Yeah. And some people are teaching it, but the people they're teaching it to, like, don't ever take their class. I yeah. hate them. They're horrible. <laughs> right? Right, right. Yeah. You, my brother, are gifted in this because you have that perfect combination. Yeah. Is he number God one is good. as well? Yeah. Yeah, tell us what you are. You're number, number one, one in what? Number one in entrepreneurship. So, space. well, we. How does that work? It, it changes every day, but 100% the number one black face up there. Because wow. if you look at the charts, it's 20 people that don't look like us. Mm. So I'm, I'm typically somewhere between like number four and number 10 uh, in the entrepreneurial wow. space. We range between like 35 and 50 in business, but it changes wow. every single day. That's awesome. Yeah, man. I just called you number one because I'm just speaking. It. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm taking it. Okay, good. Absolutely. Sure. Number one. We already yeah. call you king of podcasts. Let me so. start that over. Yes, we're the number one podcast in the country. There you go. That's right. That's <laughs> right. In the world. That's right. I actually said that too. So we both, I guess, have to be number one. <laughs> right, 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 right. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. So take us from cheesecake to how, how'd you get in the podcast? Uh, so quick story. That is a, a range of, it's like a, a decade maybe. Okay. But I'm working at the Cheesecake Factory I learned this consistency thing, and I eventually, long story short, by you know some personal development, I was able to quit the job at the Cheesecake Factory, selling my T-shirt brand, Sleep is for Suckers, and I opened a kiosk in the mall. And then I opened another kiosk, and then I opened a store, and then something happens, and I lose the store and the kiosk, and I'm down to one. But in this, at this point, I wrote my book called Dreams Are Built Overnight. Because people keep asking how you build your t-shirt brand, stuff like that. So I, I become this speaker, and then I go on tour with Eric Thomas through, that's a long story. Mm. Um, so I wound up going on tour with him for a year. Awesome, and you're in your 20s at this point? I am in my 2014, what's this? I don't know. 2020. 2020. It's, no, so I started the t-shirt brand at 25. I left the job at 28. So yeah, probably about 30, okay. 30, 31. Yeah. yeah. And um, long story short, I've been doing like workshops in the city because I'm just really big on community. Mm -hmm. So like workshops in the city, come give $10. I'm going to have this guest speaker and they're going to speak and it's going to be amazing. And I just always love bringing people together. So I'm like, you know what? We're going to do this conference. It's called a social proof conference. I mean, uh, yeah, social proof conference. This was my objective. If you're going to be a speaker, I'm like, we got to sell some more tickets. Mm -hmm. If you're a speaker... My objective was I'm going to interview you, put it on YouTube so that the people that see it like you and want to see you mm. so they buy tickets to the conference. Mm -hmm. That was my objective. So we did that. It started working. We sold some tickets. It was amazing. But then I stopped that process because it was no longer a conference. Mm. So it wasn't like I, was, I wasn't thinking podcasts, right? right. So we have, another we have another conference coming up the next year. So I kick it back up, just run the same play. And then COVID hit 2020. So we couldn't do the conference. But people are still saying they like the podcast. So I kick the podcast up and I start to be consistent with it. Mm -hmm. I, another story within the story. I go and uh, I have lunch with these uh, guys from Earn Your Leisure with Rod and Choi. Mm -hmm. And um, we're at it. We're at, we're ironically at the Cheesecake Factory. That doesn't have anything to do with it. We just happen to be there. You but like said, cheesecake, David. Uh, we, we, just, we just happen to be there. <laughs> But he says to me, he said, man, I like your show because their show's like really growing. He said, Mike, I like your show. You just don't release enough. You're just not consistent. <clears throat> and then just, he went back to eating his food. Hmm. And I, I didn't look at it as if he was talking about the podcast. I looked at it as he was calling me an inconsistent person. Wow. And it struck a nerve. Because you are not that person anymore. I'm not that person anymore, I thought but I was, mm -hmm. so I'm starting, stopping. I get some momentum, do a couple in a row, and then stop, mm -hmm. wow. and my old habits are coming back. Wow. So I got on the morning meetup call, which uh, we have a call every morning, and I said, if I don't release a podcast every single Monday, I'm gonna come on here and give away $500, and I want y'all to hold me accountable. Accountability. Yeah. Yep, so that's how I became consistent, and we just kept banging out episodes. One of the episodes I did, Wall Street Trapper. His episode, brought a lot of traffic to the channel, which made this other episode that I did like months before that one blow up. Wow. And then I just kept being consistent and the rest is history. Wow. Here wow. we are. Yeah, so, here we so, are. So with that, somewhere along the line you said, I'm gonna teach other people how to do this. Yeah. How'd that, how'd that come about? Um, people kept asking me. So mm -hmm. even with the t-shirt brand, when I started building, be like, yo, how did you do that? So. 
I can't, I can't teach one person every day. Right. You know what I mean? It just takes away the time of me being consistent. So one, it was a, it was a good opportunity for me to add income to my portfolio mm-hmm. through a mastermind. Mm-hmm. The second part is I have to, it's like another accountability because I have to keep pushing. Like you can't join the mastermind and I don't, my show isn't growing. So I'm, I'm just letting y'all know I'm, it's two, I'm outwork both of y'all in the mastermind. So it's not, there's some people that you do something amazing and then you start teaching it, but you stop doing the thing that was amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, the phrase, what you can't do anymore, you teach. I'm going to teach it, but I'm going to keep doing it and keep learning it and bring it back to what I'm, to the mastermind. So, Yeah. yeah. So, so since we're talking about podcasting a little bit, and I know you you shared this with many of us who are part of Mastermind, but I guarantee you most of the audience doesn't know because mm. I did, I had no idea. Talk about the space of podcasting. Like, is this a good time to start a podcast? What if the, everybody in the world starts a podcast? Yeah. You know, because that's what I thought. I was like, well, I mean, it's podcasting. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I've listened to a podcast, but I wasn't really into podcasting yeah. seven months ago. I yeah. definitely wasn't. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing, though, isn't it? Yeah. That you, you didn't know what, like, podcasting was. Really. And now you know. Yeah. So in, like, let's say, like, the 80s, there was this, like, hip-hop thing going. And then not everybody know, like, oh, maybe I heard of a song or I can't really name a whole lot of people in hip-hop. That would have been the perfect time to get in hip-hop mm-hmm. because not everybody's familiar with it just yet. Mm-hmm. And then we got all the success of the 90s when it just hits mainstream and it becomes a part of not only our culture, but everybody's culture. Sure. And they just start to adopt it, right? It's harder now to become a celebrity hip-hop artist than it was in the 80s. Right. Mm-hmm. So right now, people still... Podcasting is so unregulated. And I, yeah, I'll share this. On Spotify, if I'm an artist, a rapper, mm-hmm. I have to get paid from every stream. It's regulated. If you make the beat for my song, you have to get paid legally. And they track everything. everything. Before it goes up, everybody that touched this song gets paid mm-hmm. for a three minute song. I have an hour, hour and a half podcast on Spotify. Y'all have an hour podcast on Spotify. Spotify doesn't pay for that. Hmm. Even though it's essentially the same thing. It's like people are listening to this content. Why don't they pay? It's not regulated yet. They haven't figured out how to regulate it yet. They're gonna regulate. Yeah, like it's 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 just the timing right now. Once it becomes so, we all get in the car. What do y'all listen to? Um, personal development, um, R and B, hip hop. Mm-hmm. You listen to me talk gospel, a lot. Her talk a lot. When y'all started dating, when you got in the car, what did you listen to? Um, probably some mixtape she put together of slow jams and she tried to get in the mood. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> trying to get you in the mood. Well, we asked this question, it would be music. You take right. the CDs off the visor, you find one, that's right. protocol in the... Yeah. But now, most people don't just listen to music. Yeah. That's true. But eventually, I believe, this is just my belief, that it would be more podcasting than music being listened to in vehicles. Yeah. Yeah, I do now. Yeah. 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 And maybe it's a pass because y'all are in the personal development space, right. but I'm talking about people who aren't. Most most people. Yeah. They're listening to podcast. Everybody has a favorite podcast now. Yeah. And it's just getting started. Yeah. That's awesome. So let me, let me, let me um, you know what? I got a couple of other questions. We're going to take a break and go out to our sponsors first. Okay. Then we're going to come back. You got here. sponsors? We do, man. I learned that. There's 10 ways to monetize a podcast. Really? Do you want to be a sponsor? Absolutely. Yeah. First off, I said yes, and he didn't give me the numbers. Oh, wow. Well, we already had so many where he wanted a mid-roll, and I was like, he was like, when you... This was actually my setup to say, oh, wow, you got sponsors, so you're going to, like, advertise them about them? Then y'all went into a whole other... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's true. Okay, let's... Yeah. That's cool. You can sponsor your podcast. Yeah. That's dope. It's awesome, isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know why? Why? Because people know that this is going to be an amazing value. 100%. 100%. And because of that, they know that whatever podcast service they have is going to be out to all these folks. That's amazing. And the wonderful thing about podcasting is that because they... Our sponsor on this one, mm. people 
10 episodes from now, 100 episodes can go back and say, oh my God, let me get that product still. Amazing. So not like the Super Bowl where you see it one time yeah. and then the Super Bowl over with the commercial. That's cool. Yeah. Y'all yeah, should sponsor this podcast. <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> we'll be right back. Sounds <laughs> good. Okay. Hey, what's up, fam? You got to connect with J&E Builders. They buy homes in any condition. J&E Builders even help out with distressed properties. And if you're dealing with a significant amount of taxes, J&E Builders will assist you with that home as well. Give them a hit at J&E underscore Builders. That's at Instagram at J&E underscore Builders. Hey, Sales Talk Experience family. If you want to do some great shopping and get great finds like this, follow my girl, thebriana.k on Instagram. And if you want to shop, go here. So author and trainer Monty Sanders has been in this health and wellness space for over 20 years. His most notable clients are NFL Hall of Famers, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. And guess what? He's got an Amazon best-selling book that you can gain access to right now. It's the power of you versus you. I'm going to tell you right now how you can get access to that and his other programs. All you have to do is go to thepowerofyouversusyou.com. That's it, thepowerofyouversusyou.com to get access to that amazing book as well as all of his other programs. Hey, what's up, self-talk experience family? Listen, I thought I was going to get some bathrooms renovated, but I had no idea when I connected with my man Stan Neal that it would be more than a renovation. I'm not even sure what the term should be. Maybe transformation, because I started with the bathrooms and all of a sudden, my entire basement was redone in a way that my family members thought I moved. Seriously. So if you're looking to take your house to the next level, whether it's some custom construction, some transformation of your bedroom, your bathrooms, your family room, your great room, I did it all. I, I mean, if I showed you my entire house before and after pictures, in fact, I'm going to show you some, you would say, no way is that the same room or the same house. Listen, I'm just saying this because I've got personal experience with this gentleman. So you want to connect with him. I'm going to give you the number, his office number to reach him as well as email. And again, you will not be disappointed. So if you want to reach him uh, via uh, his office number, 202-359-3923. Again, 202-359-3923. And email is stan, S-T-A-N dot Neil, N-E-A-L-J-R, at freshairllc.com. Connect with my man Stan, you won't be disappointed. Hey guys, welcome back, welcome back. We are still here with the David Shans in the house. <laughs> That's right, in Atlanta, we bought some cold weather for you, brother. Yes, sir, yes, sir. This is, uh, is, it, is it cold today? It's, it's pretty cold today. Yeah. Y'all did that. We did, we, did we bought it. Off. See, go back home. So we were talking about podcasting, man, and, and I know when Trace and I started, decided to start a, uh, a podcast, we were like, all right, should we do it? Um, what is it that we're really going to bring that people can't just go and nowadays Google and maybe right. get a personal development CD right. from? What is it that you share with people? Maybe somebody watching this right now is like, I feel like I have a voice, but why would somebody want to listen to me? You have, I'm sure people have posed that to you before. Yeah, for sure. What, what, did you, what was your response? What's really cool about that is there are other people who feel like they have a voice and they have a voice, but they're not sharing it. And the person that's asking that question, if they found somebody who at one point felt they didn't have a voice, and they just started sharing it, that person asking a question would listen to that podcast. Mm. Every, there's an audience for everybody. So good. There's an audience for everybody. And outside of like building an audience, if you have a voice and you wanna share it, that's the best time to start a podcast because nobody's listening. But for you getting over that fear, for you get to like feast on your own intellect and hear what you have to say. Yeah. Like we don't even know what we have to say unless we start talking. And you never really know your own story till you write your own book. Yeah. Because you start pulling all these stories from experiences. And I felt like, that. oh, I remember this. You know what? This is how I felt. But it's so buried in our mind, you don't really know what you have to say until you start talking. That's why I advise everybody to start a podcast. Not Some will do it for money. Some will do it because they want to grow a following. 
But some people need to do it just to get that stuff off your chest. It'll be the therapy that you need. Yeah. You remember your first, very first podcast? I don't remember. I think it was my man Andrew or I don't, I don't, it was all a blur because I wasn't, there was one camera, me, the guests, speak to mics. I had to mic up the guests, mic up myself, say, hey, say something. And you say something, I'm hearing it. Okay, I'm trying to see if I'm hearing myself. I hit the camera, hit record, come back, sit down, and say, hey, welcome to the show. I didn't even have a show name at this point. Wow. So you started without a name of your show? No no name. But I don't. the whole time, I'm worried if it's actually recording. Yeah. <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, did something stop? Because you'll do a whole episode right. and it's not recording. Yes. So... I, I, I'm thinking about the production of the right, show right. and I can't really get into the interview right, much. Right. And my camera would stop every 30 minutes. So I have to, right, you got a cannon, like a cannon. Yeah. It'll stop every 30 minutes. So I had to set an alarm for like 27 <laughs> minutes and it goes off. And then I let the guests finish the, what they're saying. And I'm like, oh, that's amazing. So, all right, then I'll stop. Like when I pause right there, right. that's. I know I'm going to go cut it and edit. So I got to get back up, stop it, start again, sit back down. That was my podcast. But you started. I started. Without a name. Without a name. Without any help, you started. Absolutely. And that's the key. That is the key. But that's what you taught us. Just start. Just start. It's never going to be perfect. Never. You just have to go for it. My show isn't perfect now. And we've got 215 episodes. Wow. wow. There's still so many adjustments, still many things that I talk with my producer about. Like, Because you learn so much. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I saw somebody else's podcast show, and I'm like, we need to do that. I said to my guy, Mark, <laughs> we need to do that. Why ours don't look like that? What wow. are we doing wrong? And you're still mm-hmm. doing that now. Abs- ab- this was yesterday. Wow. I said that. <laughs> yes. Wow. Absolutely. So now you have a big team. So it was you doing everything, mm-hmm. but now slowly but surely you developed the team. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And how did you realize how how much of a team you needed mm-hmm. and who that team should be? Well, I think in the beginning when you're building a team, it's not like the objective isn't I need a team. Mm-hmm. The objective is wouldn't it be amazing if I can get somebody else to hit that button when you it's 27 help. minutes? Right? Yeah. It wasn't like team though. I'm like, okay, do me a favor. At 27 minutes, just hit stop, start real quick. Put yeah. your hand up when you're about to do it and hit stop, start. Just listen to make sure it's recording the right. audio. Yeah. Right. And then we're like, okay, I, I'll take all that footage, come home, edit it. I'm like, yo, this is taking me forever to edit. Yeah. Wouldn't it be amazing if I could find somebody to edit? <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. And that's how the team gets built. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I, need, I needed them to hear that. Yes. I needed them to hear that. I'm like, Janelle, tell me when I got five minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Five. Like, that's it. Exactly. You start, just put your thumb up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yep. So yeah, people want a big team, but you just need to figure out what can help you right now. Yeah. Because even if you had all the people that you need, you wouldn't be able to manage them all. Yeah. That's a hard thing. Managing people is hard, man. Yes. So I'm going to fast forward a little bit because mm-hmm. we're about to give some game. I say we, but I really mean David. <laughs> <laughs> we just sound better. Like, we're in this together, but really... <laughs> so, but then it feel good. Like, oh, we about to do this, bro. Yeah, we're we're unit. You, right, exactly. And I push you out in the ring. Like, fight him. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so, now you're at this seven-figure mark. Plus. Mm-hmm. Plus, plus. And when I said I'm, I'm going to do podcasts, I mean, yes, I figured it's probably a way to monetize it. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize it's gonna be that big. It's like when I started with Legal Shield, mm-hmm. when it was prepaid legal back mm-hmm. then. I was like, "Oh, there's gonna be extra money, baby. We can probably get rid of some of this debt." Mm-hmm. I had no idea it'd be a seven-figure business. For sure. Like I didn't. Yeah. I don't know if I believed it could. Yeah. And maybe because of a lack of exposure of meeting people who look like me who would earn seven figures in this. For sure. You know what I mean? So, when did you realize that? Hold on, this is a little bit bigger. Then I thought, because did you know, like right now you're like, look, there's 10 ways to monetize. Mm-hmm. Here's exactly what you do to monetize the first thing. Here's exactly what you do step by step. I mean, mm-hmm. like it was, you laid out everything. I'm like, oh, I would pay you six figures. <laughs> to, seriously, because mm-hmm. it was, it was like no guessing yeah. at all. Yep. How, did, did that like, did somebody mentor you or did those things you Absolutely. figured out? What happened? 100%. I, I didn't, um, 
I'm doing the podcast because I'm seeing the numbers grow on YouTube, but I wasn't even looking for monetization like that. I, I was just, in, in my head, I'm like, if we can build an audience, I could, uh, you know, it's like people follow me, they'll come to my events. That's what I'm thinking. And then I have a friend, Nehemiah Davis, and um, he, he said, yo, they sell on the course. Did you do an affiliate? And I said, a what? He said affiliate. Where if they sell on, like, you just put your little link in there and you'll make money off of that. I'm like, really? So my next guest, I was like, you got a course? They said, yeah. I said, do you have an uh, affiliate? How you say it? Affiliate? You have affiliate? <laughs> They're like, yeah, I got an affiliate. I'll set it up. I'll put a link on here. And it started making money. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. At this point, I'm investing heavily in masterminds because I need to get around more people that think like affiliate. Mm-hmm. Like I would even never, not, none of my friends, I, I can hang around all my <laughs> friends and we would never have that conversation about affi- affiliate link. Right. And he just starts talking about, yo, there's so many different ways you can make money. You know, some people that make money, they see how to make money, mm-hmm. no matter what the industry right, is. Yeah. That's true. So I started joining these masterminds, these 20,000, 22,000, 55,000, uh, uh, $55,000 masterminds. And I'm around these people who think income. And now that I'm in the room, I'm starting to think income. Mm-hmm. What are some other ways we can make some money? It really started for me investing. So when I, when I charge somebody thirty-five thousand, I'm not saying pay me because I think you should pay me. I'm saying you should pay me because when I pay this amount of money, this is what happened to me. Mm-hmm. It's right. the best advice I can give you. Right. If I didn't charge you what I paid, I'm robbing you of doing exactly what I did. So I spent, last year I think it was $125,000 in education, mm-hmm. masterminds, workshops, just getting in the room. Yeah. And every room I get into, I start thinking a little bit different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know how many people, if they had $100,000 right now, wouldn't even think education at mm-hmm. all, not even for 5,000 of it. Mm-hmm. To it's invest crazy. in themselves. Yeah, they, no, because the first thing you think is like, man, if I can, you know, buy this house, if I can, you know, help my mom out with this. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about if I invest in myself, I become more valuable, which means that I make actually more. I can generate more than 125000 I just got access to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, again, it's all about attraction. Basically, who you become. And then to maintain and sustain it, you're becoming someone different. Exactly. Right? Yeah. To advance it from that level, you're becoming someone different. So mm-hmm. you're constantly growing. And let, let me ask, do y'all, y'all go to, like, marriage conferences at all? Yes. Yes. So what makes y'all say, wow, we got a cool marriage. We should invest to go. Whose ideas was it? Whose idea is it to go to, like, conferences or counseling or whatever? Her mom. Hmm. And her mom talked to her about it. She talked to me about it. Gotcha. Let's go. And it speaks to what you were saying because my parents have been married over 50 years. 50. So she's been married 50 years, and she's doing it. And she suggests for me to do it. Well, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Right. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. It's just like I've been married almost 28 years, so if I tell you you should do it, you've been married four years, mm-hmm. you might say, hmm, okay. That was it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So so you had someone who had the proof tell you to do something that worked for them, and you're like, oh, well, I'll part of my money. So the person who makes 100000 they probably just never had somebody come up to them and say, listen, I just invested 5000 this. You should invest too. That's mm-hmm. right. That's, that's right. probably why. Yeah. No. Yeah, and it's because it's not, the one of the things I think, uh, and I talked about this yesterday, man, in, uh, to a group, one of the things we have to be careful of is judging other people, mm-hmm. not knowing their entire story, mm-hmm. well, not judging, period. Right. A lot of times we don't really know what we don't know. Yeah. We're like, I would have never done that. Yeah, because you, you didn't have this factor, this you factor. You that situation. Yeah. You don't know, really. You can say in your situation you wouldn't have done it, but you were never in their situation. Absolutely. So you can't really say you would have mm-hmm. never done it because you'll never have the opportunity to get back exactly to put yourself in their situation. Exactly. You know what I mean? And and that's why I think it's so important. That's why I love listening to you and your podcast and your interviews mm-hmm. um, because it's so non-judgmental. Yeah. But it's done in a way where you actually make people feel a little uncomfortable sometimes. <laughs> but in a non-judgmental way, right? They're like, did he just come at me? Because I was like, I can tell they question themselves for a second, right? They're like, did he just ask me that question? It's, I'm telling you, it's brilliantly done, Thank man. You. I learned a lot from your interview Thank style. You. But um, so so I guess I'm asking these, this line of questioning because I didn't know we were going to be podcasters this time last year. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of other folks, and I don't know how many watching this right now, it's like, I've always won. I felt like this is something I want to share. Yeah. 
And, um, and so I just want them to know that number one, you know, the best person to learn from is sitting right here to my left. <laughs> Thank you. The right. David Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Right, seriously, man. And we want to make sure because the, the name of our podcast is the self-talk experience. And, mm. and so we, we're trying to, we, we are shifting the way people tell stories to themselves mm. about themselves. Yeah. And that's so important because somebody's like, I could never. And prayerfully after watching our podcast, it was like they'll shift that language yeah. and say, I can't wait until. Yeah. Yep. I think even the things that we say to ourselves has a lot to do with the things that are being said to us. Mm. So like my thought process is going to be accumulation of all of the experiences that I've had, all the things that I heard, all the things that I listened to. Yep. And that creates what I say to myself. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So. Once I realize, I think the key to like joining a mastermind is because it impacts the things that are being said to me, which allows me to internalize. So I would say things like, I'm not all, it's not all about the money. I'm not about the money. Because I heard a whole bunch of people growing right. up in church, they, it's not about the money. Right. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's about the money. Yeah. Like, so my wife don't gotta go to work. Right. It's about the money. Right. Not the money itself, but once, once I see the lifestyle, yeah. things that I can have, and they say, yo, you want to go to Maldives right. next week? Right. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. I'm robbing my family of that experience because in my mind, we don't do stuff for the money. Right. Yep. So when I got in these other rooms, it starts to be about the money. And now when I'm in my business, I start thinking, where's the money? Right. Where's the money in podcasting? Oh, advertising, sponsorships, um, 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 you know, guests coming on. I just, I'm starting to think. Right. Where's the money? Yeah. Right. How can I make more and not have to work so much? Because if I don't work so much, I gotta spend time with my daughter. After this, I'm going home. Yeah. And I'm gonna spend time with my baby. Yeah. Right. Because I'm thinking, where's the money? So I can free up my time. So so two things happen here is what you're saying. One, you went to the mastermind to get the information. Yes. Two, the people you connected with, because I'm sure you went to the mastermind and you connected with some people there, because I know you. Absolutely. And so well, that's why you know how to pronounce Maldives, not Maldives. You feel me? Right? Because <laughs> <laughs> Salmon. You know what I mean? That's I take the L off and everything. I'm fancy. <laughs> <laughs> it's salmon. You know what I mean? <laughs> but all that, look, but you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Again, we're talking about associations, yeah. right? And so we didn't really have a lot of people saying things like this. They weren't saying, like, I can't believe, you know, you're going to miss the game. Mm -hmm. I can't believe... You, you know, you you haven't seen this movie because our associations were missing the movie too. Mm -hmm. Our associations were missing the game too. Yeah. Or missing something where they understood sacrifice. 100%. Right? 100%. And so, so you put yourself in a an association of people now mm -hmm. who are thinking, how do I get to this next level? Yep. Right? I'm yep. getting to this. It's not even if. They're going to get to the next level. It's a matter of being around those folks like, all right, let's partner, let's collaborate, let's figure out how to create win-win scenarios. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love what we're doing too with the podcast is every single thing we do is a win-win. There's never a yeah. win-lose in any scenario. Sure. If someone's sponsoring, they're winning too. Yeah, 100%. Right? If someone's yeah. investing in themselves to become a part of the podcast mastermind, they're winning. You, win. It's a win. It's always a win-win scenario, right? Yeah. It's an opportunity for them to become better mm -hmm. regardless of how much they monetize. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think you guys have been married 27, 28 years because you had an example of 50. Yeah. And she's saying certain things to you. Right. That's allowing you to say certain things to yourself. Yeah. And that comes out to him, mm -hmm. right? But you got in a mastermind. You, you was born into the mastermind, but like between your parents, <laughs> right? That's yeah. it, it, we really just got to protect what comes in our head. Man. Yeah, yeah, it's so key. You do. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I cut no, you go, off. Go. See this communication. I love that. Thing. I love that. You yeah. go, babe. Teach you to touch me to do it to make sure. Teach you to the rug. See, you picking up more than just this podcast. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Verbals you got to catch. Absolutely. The thing. So I was saying certain things about my marriage, and then y'all said certain things to me about your marriage. And he was like, yo, I, you should check out this podcast, episode eight of the mm -hmm. Self Talk podcast. It'll be good for your wife. I'm like, bang, psh, bang. I sent her a text. Yeah. Hey, check that out. I would have never done that if I wasn't here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I, you, said, you said something else to me, and I got to remember what to say. Oh, how you were feeling with Darnell on the road, and he said, Yo, just take care of the family, hold it down. That is the biggest job because I can go out and build it. You ain't got to work, things of that nature. And then you said you saw him actually building it. You're like, oh, wow, the stuff he said was true. But I never said that. 
to my wife. I never said, this is the most important job you could do. Like, if you can handle the house, take care of the house, and I don't got to worry about that, and I can come home, and we can just be a family when I come home, but I ain't got to worry about it out in the street. I never said that. Mm. But if I, if I didn't hear you all say it to me just now, the things that you said to me helped me say some other things to myself, which I'm going to say to my wife. That's why this self-talk podcast is just amazing. Yeah. Thank you, man. Well, thank Absolutely. you. It's thank dope. You. Inspired by you. It's dope. So um, I, I keep getting back because, you know, the way we um, talk, mm -hmm. we go way off on somewhere else. Like, you know, <laughs> we're like, all right, let's get back. Like, I'm sorry. We, no, it's okay, man. We'll like, track. We, we were on the cheesecake stories for a long time. So it just happens, <laughs> right? It happens. It's all good. So I just, I just want to get back to this place because both of us are heavily into personal development. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I mean, you can tell me if, there is something else like this. So I'm not saying it to, to blow smoke. I mean, I honestly don't know a space right now where there are hundreds of people that get together every day. And I know some of my yeah. partners like Alice Edwards a part of it, right? And they're like, dude, I've never seen anything like this where every morning there are hundreds of entrepreneurs or budding entrepreneurs, people who want more, who people who see themselves as further along ne next year than they are where they are this year who get together every morning, hold themselves accountable. Can you talk about that, the morning meetup? Yeah, absolutely. That doesn't exist anywhere for any reason, not even just entrepreneurs, I don't think. Mm. So what we've done is just something amazing, man, um, simply because I need the accountability. I know the power of the community. So the morning meetup, we get together every day, Monday through Friday, um, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's just an hour, and we're gone. Are but you on there most mornings? Every morning. That's accountability. When did, you, every when did you start? 2017. Wow. But I started it because I wanted to wake up early. So we had this program called uh, Sleepless Nights where I think it was like three calls a week, like Sundays, two calls, Sunday and Wednesday. And, you know, we'd be learning entrepreneurship. I think it was like $125 a month. Uh -huh. Really dope community. I had a couple hundred people. Well, about 100. It was, it was way different between like 75 and like 110. And I, I was on the call one day and I said, man, I wake up every morning at like 10, 30, 11. Mm -hmm. I want to wake up a little earlier. I'm going to wake up tomorrow at 9.15. I'm going to, let's join this call tomorrow at 9.15. All of us jump on at 9.15 and we'll just kind of start the day off fresh. So we did it, 9.15. And we did it for a week. I, the first day it was like, yo, let's do this again tomorrow. And he was like, all right, cool, let's do it. And I'm like, let's do it again tomorrow. And I think maybe like two, three weeks went by and I said, you know what? I want to wake up a little earlier. Let's do 8.15. Mm -hmm. Y'all with 8.15? Some people are like, no, I'm not with that. <laughs> I'm like, but I want to get up earlier because I see all these successful people. They talking about getting up early. Right. And I don't believe I can become successful like I want to be if I'm sleeping the whole morning away. Mm -hmm. 8.15, let's do it. And some people started joining at 8.15. And then people started, like we were sending a link out early and then people get on from 8 to 8.15, and they're just kind of chopping it up about the day. And now we get on at 7.45, and we discuss the book club till about 8.10, and then we get on with the message till 9 o'clock. Wow. Every day. Monday that's through Friday. You know that? It's a grown, really. Yeah, yeah that's like a, a big, big deal. It's a huge book club, too, because we're all reading the same book at the same pages. So tonight, there's some, some reading we have to do. Okay. And well, it's no more than 10 pages, right? It's about a chapter. And the next morning at 745, we jump on and we discuss what we just read. Because it's one thing to read it, but it's right. one thing to have a conversation around what you read right. that yep. sticks with and you. And everybody's on the same, same part. Exact no, page. you can't skip ahead. Correct. Stay together. Correct. That's amazing. Your bar or whatever you discuss has to come from what we just read. Right. right. In 2020, I, I hate to say it, 2020, I read zero books. Mm. None. 2021, together as a community, we read 14, cover to cover. Wow, that's amazing. Wow. Yeah, we'll probably do 15 this year. That's 15, huge. 17, something like that. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And it's growing. Yeah. What is like that crazy. Um, Yeah. What, what has that done for you outside of your business life? Um, community. Hmm. It's just the community of people. I see these people every single morning. And then I'm seeing how they're getting together in their cities. They just had like a Houston meetup and a little while ago they had a Miami meetup and Chicago meetup and these people from all across the country are connecting with each other. Business partners getting together. People start dating each other. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. They met there at the morning meetup. 
community. It's like our team. <laughs> 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 You're like, yeah. I didn't know y'all were dating. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, that's so cool, man. That is so cool. Every day. Yeah. That's such an inspiration, too. Yeah. It really is. And one of our oldest son, he does something similar with his team. Yep. He gets one to call every morning. Yep, every morning. Mm. Yep, my oldest son. Yeah, he's 31. He does the exact same thing That's every it. single morning. That's it. Yeah. So accountability. We're going to put the link uh, right yes. here. Yes, on absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that those who want to uh, to join the morning meetup. Yep. I mean, is there a cap? No, we try to get to 10,000 this year. Okay. Ten thousand. Where I that, you set that goal for ten thousand. Ten thousand. The world knows it now. The world you knows it. Already said it to the world. hundred percent. The world know now. <laughs> I need accountability. So right now, so right now there's about um, six, a little over six hundred people that join the call every single morning. I have a partnership with a per, another guy, but I have about eight hundred people that have like signed up in our in our company. Mm-hmm. Eight hundred people. We got to take the 800 to 10,000. Wow. So from 2017 to 2022, 800. But from 2022 to 2023, 10,000. Okay. One, it's we're stretching. We're, I'm stretching myself to do some like impossible. I when I said it, I don't. Even, I wouldn't. Even, I didn't even think through a plan of how to do it. Sure. But now that I have the plan, like we're really building out so many marketing efforts, so many. And I'm showing the community, we've got to go big. We got to think big. And if I'm afraid to go after the big goals, of course, everybody else can be like, oh, let's just play it small. Right, we're right. going big. Yeah, I love it. 10,000. Sign of a true leader. Yeah. So, so 10,000, yes. a morning meetup. Yes. And I'm um, sure there's some folks right now who are not a part of the community like a morning meetup because yeah. there's not one that exists. Yeah, right. absolutely. So, we'll make sure we put the link and all of our absolutely. self-talk experience folks Please connect with you. Click that link. This will be And if you click the link in the in this description, um, you can try it out for a dollar. Because some people are thinking there's no way one, he's on the call every day. It's got to be pre-recorded. There's no way there's going to be 600 people there every morning. I can see an isolated morning. One morning, you do some special promotion. There's no way that they're all reading the same book. There's no way. You can call my bluff for a dollar. Just click the link below. A dollar trial for seven days. After that, it'd be $79. If you're not pleased, you could just leave. It's no, no hard feelings. Right. But I think you're going to love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. Tell us about um, some of the other goals that you set. 10,000 in a morning meetup. 10,000 morning meetup. What outside the morning meetup? 10,000 in the morning meetup. I'm focused. This, okay. is, this is it. So no, no other goal. You set a goal with podcasting? 10,000 in the morning meetup. <laughs> <laughs> and here's what I know for sure. When we get 10,000 in the morning meetup, my podcast goals will be reached. Mm. Whatever they are. Okay. I couldn't even put... I couldn't even calculate how successful the podcast is when we get 10,000 in the morning meetup. So I'm locked in 10,000 in the morning meetup. That's amazing. So your only goal is? 10,000. In the morning. In the morning <laughs> we don't need a million goals. Yeah. We don't need a million no. goals. Look, I had you say it five times. Everybody hears it, everybody knows it, and then yeah. you know it. And I 100%. love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I want people to join the mission. Yeah. Imagine being in three network marketing companies and your goal is to get to the top of all of them. Not going to happen. I've never seen it happen. Right. Never. Yeah. But when you locked in on that goal, everything you think about. Yeah. E- even the questions, when you get in a, in a certain room or a mastermind, the questions are different. Mm. Because I have one targeted goal. It's not like, yo, look, okay, I'm, I'm about to write a book. So tell me how to write a book. And I got two minutes of the person's time. They teach me how to write a book. All right, cool. I also want to build out this podcast show. Like, right. When I get in those rooms, I have one objective. I want to hear how you think, how you will grow this community to 10,000 from 800. Right. And that's it. Absolutely. When your goals are targeted, your questions are targeted, your mm-hmm. conversations are targeted, everything's targeted. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Was there, now investing in like a $55,000 mastermind, mm-hmm. is there a moment in that mastermind where you feel like, man, I have no idea what they're talking about. No. Oh, no? Yeah. Was it a moment in this mastermind where you felt like, I'm so glad I paid this $55,000? But 100%. are there also moments where you say to yourself, should I have done this? No. No? Mm-mm. 
I never, I was so excited to take the guy, I was so excited for him to take my money. Yeah. And really, not even for being in, but for the fact that I invested in myself. That was so. Yeah. That's it makes you feel good. Yeah, I felt good. And then I started talking about it. Yeah. And that was cool because you get to talk about how I invested in myself. Now I can truly tell somebody else to invest in themselves. Yeah. I wouldn't trust me. I wouldn't trust it. I wouldn't trust me to invest in anything that I'm selling if I didn't invest big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now my advice is you should invest. Yeah. Well, David, what did you invest in? Check this out. Right. This yeah. is what I did. Yeah. All I'm doing is telling people exactly what I did. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Any other questions for the David Chance? <laughs> no, David. I'm just so honored that you came to be with us today. Oh, absolutely. And you have to. taught us so much. So we really appreciate you. We really, really appreciate you. Y'all been teaching me stuff for 20 years, so it's the least I could do. Hey, man. Well, look, uh, you know, if I was a little bit younger, I would go ahead and uh, ask you to teach me how I can be uh, flossing the rose gold chain. Oh, we're going to get them them one. You can still do it. It'll look good on you, babe. Yeah, it'll look good on you. It'll maybe a nice little side. What you got in there? Let me see what you got. Let me see your chain. You got a chain right there. Yeah, it's just my dog tags that I got for my anniversary. Yeah, so you think think not... If it was like here, see how the dog tag is not that bad, but yeah. like this, let me see this real quick. You know what I mean? Just bow, bow, oh, right there. Oh, look at the young ones hooking with you the, up, baby. With the self, self talk. Come on, man. One, one dog tag says self, and then talk. That's hard. Okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you right, man. Okay, gonna get you, you right. right. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, you look. I got you back. <laughs> hey, I appreciate you, man. And uh, thank you for pouring into the audience, man. I'm sure Absolutely. they got so much out of it. And yes. uh, yeah. I bet there'll be, there'll be some folks who become podcasters. They should. Because they've got, yeah, they got a voice that um, is going to empower, impact a lot of people. They should. Actually, for those that want to start a podcast, I'll give you a, um, a link for the podcast course. And we'll take 20% off for your audience. Nice. So thank just you. put the link there. Appreciate that, man. Oh, no, no, I got yeah. you. Appreciate gotcha. that. All right, guys, this is another episode of the self-talk experience. Remember the things we say to ourselves about ourselves eventually determines what we attract and even who. Thank you for listening to the self-talk podcast with Darnell and Tracy self. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. And we'll see you next time. And remember, talk good to yourself, to yourself. If you've ever started something and said to yourself, I'm not quitting until I reach the finish line, there's a perfect podcast for you. The We Won't Quit podcast by my man, Mike Humes, mailman and millionaire, never gave up. Not only did he have success, but he's helped a ton of other people do the same thing. He's going to be interviewing people who never stopped until they finished. So check it out. We Won't Quit podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.